Get ready to break molds and blaze trends. Welcome to the Chelsea Home Podcast, your shortcut to wellness, business, and growth with a twist. Let's flip the script and unlock your full potential together. and yet time is static, right? So we're going to dive into time today because it's one of those things that, you know, it is very finite. It is very set. Um, You only get so much, right? We all only get so much time and we all have the same amount of time. But have you ever looked around at other people and said, oh my gosh, how do they get so much done in 24 hours? And yet I feel like I have no time and I don't have enough time to get the things done that I have to get done, let alone the things that I want to get done, right? So time is this very interesting resource, but it's completely non-renewable. We only get as much as we get and we can't create more time. And once it's gone, it's gone. Um, But at the same time, the way that we perceive time can be very relative. So I'm doing a collaborative training with my mindset coach colleague, Francine. And as we're doing, we're doing this free three-day event. Today was day one. We have two more days left. And um, tomorrow we're going to be talking about time. And time can be very relative, as I said. Because if you ever think about a time when it seemed like time was just flying by, like usually when you're on vacation or you're doing something really fun, right? But then you have other recollections of time where time couldn't go faster. It seemed like it was dragging along. Every minute felt like an hour. Every hour felt like days, right? Um, So the way that we perceive time is very relative. And so this is a powerful thing to, to dive into because even though time is finite, right, we have 24 hours in a day, the way that we perceive time packs a lot of power. And it's in that perception that we can use time to work for us. So I wanted to start this off by talking about our priorities because what we prioritize, we will make time for. It doesn't mean that we get more time. If something's a priority, we don't automatically just gain an extra hour in our day, right? Uh, It it really comes down to what is most important for us and, you know, getting clear about those things of what are my top priorities and what is everything else that's kind of secondary, right? And there are things that we have to do every day. There are things that we want to do. There are are things that um, sometimes are urgent. There are things that are pressing. Um, and it's how we choose to look at our time that can really make a big difference for us, right? So, for example, if you're struggling to decide if something's, you know, if, if you're questioning if something is actually a priority in your life, one thing that you can do, and this has been really helpful for me, is you can say to yourself, blank is not a priority for me right now. And if that doesn't sit well with you, then that means your priorities are out of whack and you need to dive a little deeper and explore that. Why? Why is it that it's not a priority for you right now? What is it in your thinking and then in your actions, you know, the things that you're telling yourself about that thing as a priority and how you're either making time for it or you're not making time for it, right? How is that showing up and leaning in with curiosity and compassion rather than leaning into overwhelm of everything being out of control, grasping for more time. Those kinds of feelings aren't good for us and they don't serve us when it comes to our priorities and maximizing our time, right? 
So that's the first thing you can do. You know what? I also use that trick when um, someone asks me to do something and I don't want to say yes. I want to say no. So instead of saying no, which no can be, I mean, it's a lot easier for me now. But for a long time, it was kind of a hard thing for me to say no, right? Because we have to say no to good things in order to have yeses for better things. And so learning to say no was a struggle for me for a while, but I just came to the point where, you know, if I couldn't give it the energy that it really needed, then I would say no. And no doesn't always mean no forever. No a lot of times means no, not right now, or no, maybe potentially in the future, but for right now it's no. And so I use this and I, and I will tell people, you know, that's just not a priority for me right now. Um you know, let's revisit that or, you know, that's just not going to be a priority for me at all. Um, you know, thank you for asking. I appreciate that. But, you know, no. <laughs> um, and so, and it's helped me to really bridge that gap between never saying no to anything to being able to say no to things. But it was like a baby step for me to be able to do that and, and to feel good about it, you know, and being honest with people that, you know, that's just not a priority for me right now. But our lives are always changing. Seasons are coming and going. Things change. Priorities don't usually change. But the way we're actually using our time around our priorities does tend to change quite frequently, actually, um, and very naturally with seasons, right? So that's one thing that I like to do is I like to just put whatever it is that I'm thinking about, struggling over, questioning, whatever, and putting it into that phrase, blank is not a priority for me right now. If it doesn't sit well, then lean in with compassion and explore that a little deeper. If it does sit well with you, great, then it's not a priority for you right now and you're okay with that and you don't need to change anything, right? Um, so the other thing when it comes to time, as I said, it's really about perception, right? It's the way that we perceive time that really plays into that relativity of time because it can feel different depending on how we're choosing to perceive it, how we're viewing it. Um, you know, one thing that I have said to myself that's been very helpful is, you know, especially if I'm starting to feel that overwhelm rise up, like I start to feel like I'm grasping um, as things are spinning out faster than I want them to. I feel like, you know, I'm shifting into that scarcity mindset instead of looking at, um, looking at it from an abundance perspective. Um, so what I'll do is instead I will shift what I'm telling myself instead of saying, oh my gosh, I'm never gonna have enough time to get all this done. There's not enough hours in the day, blah, 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 right? There's never enough time. Instead of saying those things to me, which continue to support and provide fuel to the fire of that feeling of overwhelm and grasping and feeling like things are spiraling. Instead, I will say to myself, I have all the time that I need to do the things that are most important to me. And, you know, even in those moments of like, as silly as it sounds, you know, just getting ready for the day, if I'm running a little bit behind, I will say that to myself and it immediately calms down how I'm feeling. I feel more in control. I feel um, just more at peace knowing that the things that are most important, I'm going to get done. I'm going to have time for them because I make time for those things and everything else is not that big of a deal. It will get done eventually or it won't and it really doesn't matter because it's not a huge priority for me right now, right? Um, so like, Yesterday, I had my last postpartum OB appointment, and it's so funny because none of my kids were going with me because Zach was home, and so 
I was actually running late. (laughs) And I think it's because when it's just myself, I don't plan as much time because I know that I'll be efficient with my time. Whereas when I'm taking my kids with me, I know there are going to be some that still have things to do, you know, last minute before we go out to the door. So I always allow more time. So anyway, so all that to say, I was running a little close on time. And so I said my standard phrase, I have all the time to do the things that I need to do that are most important to me. Um, And so it helped me get out of that overwhelm, that stress response, and more into just rational calmness. And, um, you know, and it's true. I was able to get done all the things that I needed. Um, And it also helped me to look at it from curiosity and compassion in the sense of, okay, well, what is it that... I don't necessarily need to do right this second. What is it that I can, you know, do later or do at a different time? And I was like, well, I need, I really need to pump. And that was stressing me out because I'm um, pumping breast milk for um, the family that I was a gestational carrier for. And so I said, you know what? I can very easily pump on the way there and I will have, you know, just enough time once I get there to be able to like put it in the bags and store it and blah, 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 you know? And so... Like just being able to rationally think through that instead of moving into that stress response, right, of fight, flight, or freeze, of feeling that panic and overwhelm and letting my thoughts run wild. And it really all starts with how I'm perceiving time. And so I bring this to you today just because, you know, we need to understand that data is what we assign meaning to, our brains do. Um, You've heard me talk about this a lot. Um, This is why I do what I do. This is why I'm a a causal coach, why I use the causal coaching method, which simply means we get to the root of what's behind things in thinking, in the assigning of meaning to things that we perceive, right? Time is time. It's data. It's 4.18 p.m. right now. That is factual. You could argue that in a court of law, right? Um, but based on the meaning I assigned to that, say I had somewhere to go at 4.30 and I wasn't going to be done with this in time, my meaning that I'm assigning to 4.18, the data, could drastically change if that were the case, right? And so I would need to use this formula. I have all the time to do the things that are most important to me, um, but I don't. It's 4.19 now and that is data and it is just 419. I'm not assigning any meaning to that whatsoever because I don't have anything to do for the rest of the night. Our kids are um, out of school today because it's very cold outside. And thankfully, we didn't have an e-learning day either. So, <laughs> um, so it's just simple things like that. Like when we look at time, when we look at maximizing a non-renewable resource. And when I say non-renewable resource, what I mean is your energy and your money, those are things that are renewable, right? Like you could always get more money somehow. You could always increase your energy somehow, right? But it's not like you burn your energy and it's gone, and it's not like you burn through your money and it's gone. You can go earn more, right? Those are renewable resources. Time is not. Time is finite, and yet it is also not renewable. Once it's gone, it's gone. You don't get back 4.18 p.m. in the afternoon because now it's 4.20 and 4.18 is gone, right? We don't get that back. Um, And so This is where that perception is so powerful because you can literally change the way that you're perceiving time. Something that is non-renewable, something that is very finite, right? 
Um, and it can completely change how it's causing you to have certain feelings, right? It's not the time itself that's causing you to have the feelings. It's the meaning that you're assigning to that time that is causing you to have those feelings. And so if you can understand that it's what you're telling yourself about time, that is where you're creating those emotions that are then driving those actions or inactions. So in that example of me running late, you know, that can very quickly drive a feeling of overwhelm for me and panic and grasping, right? And spinning out of control, throwing stuff around, trying to get stuff done, right? Um, you know, and then that creates an outcome. Either I, you know, in that situation, the behaviors that I do, I either, you know, I'm deciding, well, I'm just going to be a little bit late or I'm deciding, you know, the out, the outcome that I'm creating because of that whole process could also be that, you know, I just freak out. <laughs> Don't even go to the appointment, right? That would be extremely drastic and I wouldn't do that. Um, but it could mean rescheduling that appointment. Um, all those things, right? Uh, and so, but it all starts with the meaning that we're assigning to the perception of the information. Um, and so time is such a powerful thing. Um, you know, I can very easily look at my day and I don't know if you guys are like this, but I can, it's like when, so I have my, my schedule here, right? Like, so I have everything on my planner. Like I have it planned out. I like to use different colors. Like I like to have everything very organized on this paper planner. I just do. My husband is more of a digital person, right? But I like to have it right in front of me so I can constantly come back to it because if it's on my phone and I don't see it, unless I have a reminder set, I'm not going to see it. I'm going to totally forget about it because I'm not going to go check it, right? Um, so when I look at this, so like today was day one of our Move the Needle free three-day event. Um, it's like the anti-resolution. I don't even know if I mentioned what it's about, but it's like the anti-resolution event. That's what we're talking about. Why resolutions don't work, how to actually create results that you want and to move the needle towards your goals. Right. Um, and so I, you know, I, I even went to bed this last night thinking, okay, you know, so I have this event tomorrow at 10 AM. I want to make sure I hop on at 9:50 to make sure all the tech is working to make sure everything's connected, all of those things. Right. Um, and I also had on my schedule that I was going to do my lower body workout today. Um, also needed to eat breakfast, needed to refuel, needed to take a shower after the workout, right? You know, so like all of these things. And there was a moment where I was sitting there this morning thinking about it and I was like, well, I could work out later today. I mean, like that wouldn't have been, that wouldn't have been a problem. I totally could have done it, but also I know the benefits I get from working out and it's something that I like to do earlier in the day. So then I'm not thinking about it the rest of the day. Right. Um, and so I had that conversation with myself about time of, you know, am I choosing to look at this time as I don't have enough or am I going to jump in and get into action because I have all the times that I need to do the things that are most important to me and working out was most important to me, making sure, and honestly, <laughs> making sure I showered for the event that, that was actually one of the things where I was like, well, even if I run out of time and I don't get to do that, it's not a big deal because when I show up for a call, for a training, you know, I am what I am. <laughs> and, you know, I don't need to present in a certain way, right? Like, I mean, 
I've always been one of those people that like you should dress for the job that you want, not the job that you have, right? Um, and I obviously don't want to be a bum for people and like, you know, like hair just like crazy. I mean, my hair is kind of crazy now, but uh, anyway, you know, but that was one of the things where I was like, well, you know, if that happens, it happens. If not, it's totally fine. Like, I, it's not the end of the world. Like, I can move on. Like, a good hairbrush or a hat. There's always a hat, right? Um, and then I could have showered later. And so, you know, thankfully, because I understand this about time and I am able to shift my perception of it in these situations where it, it would cause a lot of people to stress out and be overwhelmed. Um, and that used to be me too, right? Like I am chronically someone who has the to-do list and all the things like this time I do this and this time I do this and this, you know, it's all in my brain and that's how you know, I'm running through my day. I don't know. Maybe that's a sign of ADHD. I have no idea. I don't know. I've never gone into any of that. All I know is I'm like not calm and <laughs> I have lots of things and I love to do lists. And um, anyway, and so, but because of this, I was able to show up for this call, this training, you know, very relaxed and ready to go and not feeling overwhelmed or stressed out or like I was grasping right? Um, because I was able to shift this perception of time. And so the reason I'm sharing this with you today is, you know, a lot of times people ask me this question of like, how do you do everything? How do you have time to do everything? And first of all, I don't do everything. I don't like there are things like right now I have a sink full of dishes and I have a dishwasher to unload. Now I will probably invite my children to share some of those responsibilities with me. Um, you know, but like I don't do everything and I don't do it in a way that is for everyone, right? Like some of you, maybe you would never show up for a call, a training, something that you were leading without decking yourself out and getting like, you know, all fancied up and, and dressed. That's fine. I've been doing this long enough that I just am not like that anymore. It's like I am what I am, right? Um, You know, but this is such a powerful thing because it can truly – change everything for you. It can change your state, your emotional state of overwhelm um, into something that you feel more in control because you've simply just changed how it is that you're talking to yourself about time. And it's such a simple shift. I mean, think about all of the things in your life that you have to do and all the things that you want to do. Like this would be a great exercise to walk through. Make a list of all the things that you have to do and then make a list of all the things that you want to do. Like if you had no limitations on your time, like what would that look like, right? Um, and then think about what are some of the things that you're saying to yourself when it comes to time each day? Are you telling yourself that I don't have enough time or there's not enough hours in the day? Oh, if I only had one more hour in the day, guess what? If you had one more hour in the day, you would still fill it probably with things that are not <laughs> beneficial. And if God wanted more than 24 hours in a day, he would have done that, but he didn't. So <laughs> we can absolutely use the time that we have and it really does start with how we are looking at it and what we're telling ourselves about it. Are you telling yourself you don't have enough time? Or I don't have time for that. I can't work out because I don't have enough time. I can't eat healthy because I don't have time to meal prep. You know, how are you talking to yourself? Or are you telling yourself that I am someone who works out? It's something that I prioritize. I make sure that that happens no matter what that looks like. You know, I am someone who prioritizes fueling my body in a way that's going to make me feel my best no matter what that looks like, right? Like, 
these are these are very powerful thoughts one way or the other we're always having thoughts what are we doing with them right um, we can't control the thoughts that come into our mind but we can absolutely frame and reframe and change that perception that we have so i would love to know if you found this challenging, um, you know, maybe you are someone who has always told yourself, I don't have enough time, um, not enough hours in the day. If this challenged you, I'd love to hear that in the reviews. And has it changed your perception of how you are viewing time? Does it make you feel empowered? You know, if this, if you have someone on your team who struggles with time, or maybe it's even like a friend or um, someone close to you that really struggles with time, I would love for you to send this episode to them because this is a very empowering thing because it's a hundred percent free to change your thinking and, and the meaning that you're assigning to time. And yet it can give us such a high return in the long run when we can make the simple shift that is a hundred percent in your control. No one else can do this for you. You have to do it yourself, but isn't that such an empowering thing? I think it is. I, I truly do. I think that, um, this is one of the most simple mindset shifts that people can make and it can make such a huge difference in the long run. So I can't wait to talk to you guys next time. And I hope you enjoyed this. Thanks for joining the Chelsea Home Podcast journey. If you've enjoyed challenging the norm and embracing growth with a twist, share the love. Don't forget to subscribe. Until next time, keep defying expectations and keep leaning into who God made you to be. Don't stop the